going on, everybody? You're listening to The Sane Show, the show about nothing and everything. I'm your host, Cliff. And today, I got a special guest with us. All my guests are special, but this one is extremely special. I got R&B artist, songwriter, Trez Falsetto. How you doing, Trez? We're doing all right, man. How you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to take and come on The Sane Show and have a conversation with me. So I'm, I'm really excited and been really looking forward to this. And what better way to bring in 2020? Yes, sir. Hey, man, <laughs> I appreciate you having me, man. You know? It's good to, to catch up with a uh, you know a guy that's been around from a from the start kind of so yeah definitely man I appreciate sharing your platform with me man and let's let's make this one a great one oh it's going to be it's going to be <laughs> so really quick before I take and introduce our topics as I always do I like to take a moment to shout out all the listeners everybody across the world and every continent just got the listeners back in Russia so shout out to you guys again really appreciate you guys taking the support in the same show uh, really means a lot you know continuing to like share subscribe and you know help getting the word out about the same show if you're listening be sure to follow us if you already don't on Instagram and Twitter, that's Sane underscore show. Sane underscore show, S-A-N-E underscore show. Again, that's S-A-N-E underscore show. And then you can find us on Facebook, The Sane Show. Again, on Facebook, that's The Sane Show. So today we're going to be talking about the evolution of R&B. Again, Trez being an R&B artist and knows a lot about that. Couldn't think of a better person to talk to about that. And then we're going to talk about having a work-life balance. You being a very busy individual and you know also you got a lot of people out here who are grinding i think there's definitely going to be a lot to come out of that conversation and then following that we're going to have our interview with trez so that you guys can learn about him the things that he has going on and also get some insight to his journey which i'm really super excited about that because <laughs> knowing what i know like you guys are really going to be in for a treat with this oh one. yeah definitely <laughs> so let's go ahead and kick things off the, the evolution of r&b and as I always do, I like to have a conversation with my guests before the recording, uh, just to kind of share where I'm coming from and what my thoughts have been. And one of the big sticking points with this topic, obviously, is how the genre has changed. And that's just with any genre, but with R&B, it's very unique. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, man, R&B is the foundation of a, of a lot of genres. What I've learned with studying the game, and I'm a huge fan of R&B all, all the way back to 60s, 70s, 80s. You can hear it in some of my music. I like to bring back the old school style. Sometimes I love sampling, you know, 90s, 2000s music. And it's only because, like, R&B is, is the foundation. You hear rappers now going into the melodic hooks and melodic bridges, and it all stems from R&B. And we talk about it sometimes, man. You know, I don't think people realize how important R&B is, especially for our culture. You look back to the Sam Cooks, the Smokey Robinsons, the Michael mm -hmm. Jacksons. Everybody took from everybody, and it's still alive. It's definitely evolved. Some might say in a in a, in a negative way. Some might say in a positive way. I, I think R&B is in a good state right now. I think it's mm -hmm. definitely harder for R&B artists to make it mainstream, up and coming, more so than it was, you know, back in the day. If you were a talented guy, you could sing, dance, you could perform. You could go and get an audition with a Motown or Atlantic or, or a Capitol Records. And if you had the talent, you could potentially get on that label, make a big hit, make a, make a big album. And it's up to you to kind of take that torch to the next level. And now it's, it's different because the spotlight is more so on trap. I don't know if you can agree with that, but <laughs> trap is just, <laughs> trap is 
and it's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Well, music is involved, and not just R and B. And music has its, its trends and its phases. Um, I think right now we're in an era where trap is becoming the new thing. I mean, we can look on our Hot 100 for Christmas Kings. I was looking at the Billboard's Top 100 yesterday. I was just like, dang, you got like out of the top 20, you got like six songs being like oldie goldie Christmas music. But outside of that, on a normal time, you'll probably see on the top 20, top, top 50, probably half of those artists, probably more than that, straight trap. Hip hop. Now right. you dig deeper into those records, you're gonna hear you're gonna hear a melodic feel. You're gonna hear samples of R and B, old hooks, R and B lyrics, R and B R and B beats, you know, instrumentals, production. So you know R and B is here. Just right. how do we? And when I say we, I'm not trying to speak for myself, but how how do we as artists, executives, big labels, radio people, how do we give R and B its proper light? Because at the end of the day, everyone's still taking from R and B. We're just not saying, hey, R&B is, like, we want a Tank record to be number one on the Hot 100. And it's a, you can have a dope record, but it just doesn't get to the top 100 because it's not, quote, unquote, what the light is on right now. So mm-hmm. R&B's tough, man. It's, it's a tough genre. Speaking from my experience, you know, I've been in the game now six years, six, seven years, and it's been times I'm like, oh, man, we're really close, we're really close, we're really close. And then, boom, you hear on the radio something that's so melodic, but it's not R&B, but it is R&B, but it's really rap and trap. It's just like... Ah, <laughs> right, right. You know? I, I feel you. And you, you bring up some really good points when you talk about, we talked about this as far as R&B being tough. And R&B is here. R&B is, and I think really R&B is doing very well now than it was really this past decade. I think it's at its yes. best spot right yes. now. Definitely. And Definitely. you can, like, you, you have artists like yourself. You got the Kalani and you got, LMA. And you, yep. you got all these people who are making really good music. music. Yes. And what like what R&B music is supposed to sound like, yeah. right? But here's what I'm seeing too, right? What it appears to be to me is that now it's doing good. It's almost like, okay, we got to be careful about who we let in in R&B now yep. because... The gatekeepers are there. Yeah. <laughs> the gate, <laughs> They're there. The gatekeepers are there. And, and this is what I realized. All right, so we remember when LMA had the big hit. Was it booed up? Was booed up first, or was it um another one? I don't. Whichever I think, was was it? it was, I remember there were two. That summer was hot though. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm, I'm gonna tell you this. I want to say it was booed up. Don't quote me, but I know she put out two two smashes. Mm-hmm. But that first one opened the door for R&B coming back because we were in a period of time where it was no R&B on the radio if it wasn't a classic already. Mm-hmm. Big, big artists like Chris Brown, who's been doing it for 10, 12 years. Ella May, her camp, opened the door for R&B to come back. And I remember, I'm like, I remember hearing a record. I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is this mm-hmm. is R&B. And then, boom, after that, we had Queen Naja come back with a smash. We had Ella May came back with another smash. And then we got Jacquees poked his head in the door with the Bed record and the, and the U record. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, the radio stations are, are, are making it okay to bring R&B in but they're super duper selective with who they let come in and stay in right. because a guy that I listen to all the time, Eric Bellinger Eric Bellinger has some of the best R&B music I think if he was to if he was to be, like he's been doing it for so long, right for right. Chris, right for Usher right for everybody, he's like a guy that I'm like, like, how did this not catch on, why did the radio stations or the big execs not say, no, this is going to be our guy but it kind of speaks back to what you said. They are super selective 
um, with that gate. Like everyone just can't come in. You can mm-hmm. be on the outside. You can write for them. You can be a featured artist, but we're not gonna let you get in and get this this torch. And it's weird. It's like, well, dang, I, I can hear a different trap artist every week. <laughs> right. It, you know, you're so right about that. Now, let me. I, I hate to cut you off because one of the things you also because when we talk about gatekeepers right i think part of it is because you when when we think about the the music that's out here right the music that we're pushing we're marketing and trying to promote to get people to listen and purchase and then yet yet alone go to concerts and see these artists one of the things we got they because booking shows for you one of the things i ran into was okay like quality right and you go and you look at a lot of these artists that these venues are typically booking. It's like, ah, oh, they're all right. As far yeah. as in my situation, it's, this ain't a trash falsetto. Like, give this man. Definitely not. Definitely give, not. Like, and put I, some I, respect on it. Right, but it's like. You're not just saying that. You're speaking the truth. I mean, yeah. I remember we had a, me and you, me, you, and, and the team, we had a meeting. <laughs> we had the Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> right. We had, uh, we had the Tito. <laughs> that was a good day. <laughs> Look, we, we were we were looking at records that we like the, the EP that you know that I just put out. And we're gonna talk talk about later. Dude, we were playing records two years ago, top of the year. This was like top of twenty eighteen, which is technically two years ago because it's gonna be twenty twenty next next week. Man, feels and like the records <laughs> the records are so hot and not hot. They're just evolution evolutional records, timeless records. We're putting them out two years later. Let let you right. know. Like good R and B, it doesn't have a time period. I'm pretty sure yeah. a lot of the records that we got coming out, we have coming out on the top 100, Billboard, Hot 200, whatever you like to refer to. Like a lot of the stuff coming out, I promise you, these guys are recording these records no more than six months before it's released because it's not timeless. Not saying it's mm-hmm. not good records. Like if it's if it's on top 100, if, if radio stations play it all the time, it's in heavy rotation. That means that the people like it. So it's not. We're not saying it's not good records. But can you record it in 2012 and release it in 2016? Can you record it in 2016 and release it in 2020? That's the difference. Because this records that I hear, I was listening to Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne's Carter Three album, which is my one of my favorite artists growing up. And mm-hmm. I was listening to the Carter Three album because the Carter Three album had so many timeless records, but feel good R and B mixed with rap. We don't get that no more. We don't get the R and B and rap no more. We don't get the Nelly and the Kelly Rowland. Like we just don't get that no more. And Wayne Wayne had Miss Officer. He had a phone home. He had the record with Robin Thicke. Like mm-hmm. I'm talking about like smashes that if he put those records out in twenty twenty, I don't care what nobody says. And even if you had to substitute some of those artists with more of a Chris Brown or somebody that's just really relatable right now, they were still mm-hmm. big records. And that's what I try to do with music. And that's like what I think R and B should should get back to being. Like, like stop putting out this stuff that here today, going tomorrow. I want something like losing love. Like, we're gonna let them hear, dude. You're gonna play that in 2025, and it's still gonna bang. It's still gonna pump. Right. That's so true. Because it, it, when losing love, I honestly, because you know, I heard it in 18. That's that's your favorite. That's your favorite one. <laughs> it is. Yes. And you remember, I went crazy when I heard it. And to hear, like, honestly, I forgot about it, right? I forgot about it. But it oh, came yeah. back. Oh, yeah, been two years, yeah. Yeah. And when it came out again, I, I had that same feeling. Same and feeling. <laughs> same that's feeling, why. buddy. I mean, bro, when, when I, and I know we're kind of going off, you know what I'm saying, but when I recorded this record, I spoke to my guy, Queasy, who was the producer, and mm-hmm. you know, co- he co-wrote the record with me. I said, bro, 
I'm not gonna put this out right now. I said I'm gonna wait two years. I said a year, a year at least, year to two, maybe three years. And if I get this same feeling, if we feel the same way about this record, because this is before it was mastered. This was just mix, like a mix. So you're not mm-hmm. really hearing all the instruments. You're not really hearing the bass line. You're not really hearing you know, the kick. You're just getting you know lyrics, a turned down beat, and we liked it. We loved it. And now it's like, oh my goodness, you fall in love with it all over again. And that's what that's what real R&B does, man. Like that, and that's why I love the Tanks. That's why I love the the Ushers, the Chris Browns, the shoot, the Stevie, the Stevie Wonders, the the Mikes. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter what time period you listen to a record, and it fits. It fits. That's what I love about R&B. Because if you really love the game, you really love music. You got to stick to the narrative, man. You can't be a guy that say I'm an R&B guy and you put out trap soul all the time. I'm not saying mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with it, but we're going to talk about more, man, about the EP and why I put out certain things because I got stuff in the stash. I can put an EP out tomorrow, and it's just over time, like, you build records up and, and you listen to it one time, you're like, oh, I'm going to just wait on it. So a year later, you still get that feeling. You still got that head nod. Oh, yeah, we, we're working. We're cooking. <laughs> right. Hey, we're back. Now we're going to talk about work-life balance. And again, this is, you know, knowing what you do, Trez, and I figure you'd be a great person to talk about. Obviously, I'm busy. I do a lot of things. You do a lot of things because you're more than just an artist, performing artist. You do things outside of that. You got your little projects going and things that you invest in. And I, I just think too, like for the other artists and any anybody else who's listening, especially who's around our age and does a lot, work-life balance is critical. And oh yeah, man. Oh yeah. The question the question always is, is there ever really a true balance? What do you think about that as far as yeah. is there ever really true balance? It's one of those things. It's like if you're doing a job, right? And your job requires you to do multiple things right like you have multiple segments of a job let's say you get rated on everything that you do within that job like an evaluation right mm-hmm. this this is how i look at work-life balance um, because for me i'm terrible at it like because it's like i want to do so much outside of just music being a dad you know all that stuff like it's it's tough i don't really think it's a it's a way to have a perfect quote-unquote perfect work-life balance because like for me, I'm an entrepreneur. So for me, technically, I'm working 24-7. I can get mm-hmm. someone to contact me about something at 10 and 10 p.m. on one of my ventures. I got to get up in the morning to hit the gym so I can look good and run my fitness business or get up early in the morning or stay up late at night and, and hit the Forex market. or you know. So for me, it's, it's rough. It's like I don't really know. If it's a work, if it's a such thing as a work-life balance, if you're an entrepreneur, now is it a work-life balance if you just have a nine to five and you go to work from nine to five and you get off and you enjoy and indulge into your personal life? Yeah, I used to do that when I used to work nine to five and I used to have me a all right, you're here from nine to five p.m. You get a break from twelve to one. After five p.m., you go home, you be a dad mm-hmm. and whatever. Yeah, you can have a work-life balance, but now it's it's tough because. Now I have to take all those segments and make sure that I'm getting income every week or every two weeks. That's not guaranteed. So how do you balance something that's not guaranteed? And this can be something, you know, hopefully the listeners, we have some entrepreneurs. Shout out to the entrepreneurs out there because 
it's been about six months for me strictly not working a, a nine to five and it's tough. And I understand now like work life balance. What is that? <laughs> right. Like, right. You know, like, like, I mean, and I'm gonna ask you, you know, like, what do you think about it? Because like, bro, I, I really don't have a, 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 Hey, this is the answer. I, I don't, because I'll be telling her, I'll be telling a fib. <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, you gotta ask the host. So <laughs> I'll I'll, I'll tell put you, you that. on the spot, man. I gotta put you on the spot. I need help with this one. <laughs> Honestly, I think it all comes down to the individual and where they want to put their time, right? Especially because not only is it just like you said, it's not just the work that you do, but also the things outside of that. Being you know, me, I have a girlfriend, you know. And, I like to spend time with with the homies, and you know, I like to go. Of course, you know, you know travel, do all, do all, you know, still be able to do the fun things in life. Of course, I'm a big fan of uh, Eric Thomas, ET, and one of the things he says, like, the bigger the dream, the harder the grind. Right, the more time you gonna have to give give up, the earlier you are gonna have to get up, the later you are gonna have to go to bed. In fact, these last few days, I've only had three, four hours of sleep. You know, I'm up wee hours of the morning working on something. Oh wow, and because during the day I do so much and I take time out of my day to talk to my girl. You know what I mean? Like I, those little small things and doing all of that, it's like, okay, I have to stay up later. I have to get up earlier. So that way I can pretty much, you got to stretch your clock so you can get more things done. And it can be, it can be tough at times. Cause I'll say really when it, it gets hard for me, when you, you probably know you get into a zone, you have a routine, right? But you get taken off of that routine. Yeah. And it's like, crap, I got to catch up. I got to get back on it. Because then, really, I know for me, it feels like I'm out of, things are out of balance or out of whack because something happened and I had to take away some time to, I guess, address whatever it is. or And then, and then come back and say, okay, let's refocus. Let's get back to it and let's get it done. We talk about work-life balance, yeah. So that's that would be my answer. It it comes down to the individual, yeah. and that's why I think it's tough for people to be able to have an answer as to is there really a true balance? Because a lot of times, you know, we're having a conversation. It just seems as if like we're we're looking for that that golden answer, right? All right, spend yep. this much yep. time doing this. You spend this much time yeah. doing that, and then yep. it's like no, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. You know, and because how I look at it, it's on a rolling basis. Someday, let's let's put it back on you, right? Some days it's yeah. like, okay, I'm gonna be spending this much time recording, or I'm gonna spend this much time writing. You see where I'm going? Because oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I mean, so, and, and, go and, ahead. I'm, and I'm gonna say this. Um, not, I don't mean to cut you off. Um, no, you're good. So I follow a lot of like philanthropists, and I follow a mm-hmm. lot of like finan- they call them financial tutors like i follow financial tutorship on um, instagram really really mm-hmm. good page to follow if you're listening out there if you're having these the same problems that me and you are having cliff um i suggest you go out and follow financial tutorship and it's spelled just the way it is i was looking at one of the posts and it was just like if you're dealing with time management because you know that's that's the big thing you know time management yeah and it's like i remember like time management being like a big focus when I was in college, like how I used to take like, you know, I used to take like the prerequisite courses and it's like balancing your life as a student and as a college. And like, I always pushed it to the side. Like, man, I'm doing whatever. I'm in college. I'm having fun, you know? And so right. like, I went across this post and it was just like, find a way to block your time out. 
And so mm-hmm. that's that's my biggest goal in 2020. I'm, I'm not coming to 2020 with no bogus resolution. I'm really just focusing on being a better artist, on managing my time more, and to dedicate time. I'm not going to say equally, because I'll be lying if I say equally, but I want right. to dedicate time on a daily basis to certain things and staying focused. That's the main thing, staying focused. Me, dude, I can't stay focused because I'm thinking about music. I'm thinking about my dad. I'm thinking about my lady. I'm thinking about a business that I just, you know, I just invested into a car haul company that I just told you about. I started my own real estate investment group. I'm on the Forex market, the foreign exchange market. So how do you do all of those things that require, quote unquote, require the, oh man, you need to be doing it, like get up every day and sleep and live right. sleep and, and breathe it. But really the thing is about like the time, we got 24 hours in a day. All right. Yep. Me, I usually sleep anywhere from six to eight hours. All right. And, that, mm-hmm. and that, that's, that's healthy. That's what you're supposed to get six to eight right. hours. Right. Some days a little bit less depending on the project, but all right, the, the, the time you're awake, what are you doing with that time? What are you dedicating to that time? One thing I like about Instagram, they have some, they have a new feature where like you can like alert yourself when you've been on, on Instagram too long, or you've been on a screen time too long. And I was looking at my analytics. I'm like, dude, why am I on Instagram three hours a day? Now, granted, I'm an artist, so I'm posting. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to engage with followers. I'm uh, Like, sometimes I go on Instagram, and I just set up posts that I know I'm going to post days in advance and just save it. And so I'm doing that. And sometimes I'm, I'm looking at financial tutorship, different, like Gary V. I love Gary Big mentor in my life, and he doesn't even know me. <laughs> you know, but <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm watching stuff all the time. And it's like the, the main thing that I get from these guys that are super successful, you know, in their businesses and, you know, in their, in their investment on ventures. The biggest thing is just allotting time, using your time wisely. If it's 12 hours in a day that you're going to dedicate to strictly being productive. All right. What are you going to do? Because you, you, you take 12 hours. Let's just say you take 12 hours. You can do it four, three hour blocks or you can do three, four hour blocks. Me, I'm going to probably do four, three hour blocks because I have my hands on a few other things. All right. From 9 to 12, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m., I need to dedicate something strictly to this, all right? 12 to 1 p.m., I'm hitting the gym. That's my mental and my physical focus, right? All right? Now, from 1 to 3, I'm going to do this. And from 3 to 5, I'm going to do this. And from 6 to 7, I might just relax and watch a show or watch something on YouTube that's going to benefit me with whatever I'm trying to pursue. Mm-hmm. But I haven't been doing that. And so that's that's what I'm going to try and I hope I can just stay with it because I'm really good with you know, like New Year like resolutions, but not bogus resolutions. Like I'm not gonna go into it and say, "Hey, I want to be 100 pounds heavier in 2020," or somebody <laughs> that's 350. Hey, I want to get down to 150 in a year. Not saying you can't do it, but let's just be a little bit more reasonable. Instead of you yeah. making that goal so crazy, let's say, "Hey, I'm going to be active for four days out of the week. I'm going to eat healthy six days out of the week, or eat clean." Mm-hmm. I'm going to do yoga one day a week. I'm going to stretch, just stretch with some nice classical music playing in the background for 30 minutes out of the day, every day. Like, yeah. th- that's where the balance is. That That's what I'm trying to do more so in 2020 because when, I, when I'm looking at these guys that are super successful, they're not different than me and you, Cliff. They just, they use their time right. wisely. They know their time is precious and they know their time is valuable. So they're taking their time and they're allowing their time to work for them in a sense instead of you just getting up and oh, i'm just gonna do this and then boom as soon as you think about something else oh, i'm gonna jump to this and at the end of the day you end up with a, a booklet not completed because you're just skipping the pages when let's just get through chapter one all right let me get through chapter two take a break 
go home, watch a Netflix special, you know, give yourself something. All right, boom, now right. I'm gonna get back to chapter three. Then I'm gonna get back to chapter four. And so, yeah, man, like, like that's like that's really where I'm at right now in my life, man. And you, I, I know you probably think the same because I see you all the time, man. And super <laughs> congrats on the truck adventure because I, because you know, I'm trying to get into car hauling, so and I'm not trying to do it on the day to day operation side, I'm more so on the back end investing side. But mm-hmm. you know, I want to be knowledgeable, so how do I be knowledgeable? I have to allow myself to get time to study, 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 and it's not going to happen in, in, in 30 days, a month. Two right. months. Sometimes it's okay to say, hey, I want to be good at this in three years. It's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gary V says it all the time, dude, 35 is the new 10. <laughs> if you're 35 yeah. years old, you're 10 because you can live longer now. You know what I'm saying? You know, we have a long time to live if we think about life different. Everybody wants to rush and get to a million dollars when it's like, dude, Warren Buffett didn't make his first M or Bill Gates didn't make his first M to after 30. You know, I think Warren Buffett's a little, you know, he had money, grandfather then, but a lot of people just don't have it at a handed down to them. So you have to find ways to, like, let's figure it out. Let's get a process together. Let's not try to be a millionaire by the end of 2020. If it happens, thank you. If it happens, yes. But let's just be real with ourselves. All about making realistic goals and really allowing yourself to have a work-life balance, but it's no such thing at it. But let's get as close to it as possible. Okay, so I got a special treat for you guys. Before we hop into the interview, I'm going to let you guys hear my favorite song by Trez Falsetto. Get a little snippet of it, Losing Love. It feels like we're out of luck. It feels like you're giving up on the one that's been here for you, baby. I know I killed your trust, but I has growing up. Do, but I'm right here willing to risk it. And I don't lose in love with you, baby. I've been thinking of the addiction from your touch. Bring back that new addition, flavor. It's just human nature. I just call to say I love you. Hey, I don't wanna lose in love with you. All right, now we're gonna hop into the interview. I'm going to ask Trez some questions, let you guys get to learn a little bit more about him, what he has going on, and also get to learn about his EP in which that song, Losing Love, that you just heard was all, is on. So really quick, Trez, what's new with the music? Nice, nice. Yeah, man. So um, I just released the EP. It's an eight-track EP, straight R&B vibes. I mean, top to bottom is R&B. I, I stuck to the code. I literally... What, what they say, put your money where your mouth is. Everything's R&B. It's, it's literally straight R&B. Um, I didn't even go. I, I kind of passed up on the, the, the crazy, crazy up-tempo, hard club beats. I really went straight R&B, like a early 2000s style EP. And um, if you look at the cover art, you can see the cover art. It's like the, the, the cover art of the EP is actually inside of like the old school traditional CD covers or, you know, CD case. Yeah. Um, and I did that for a reason because I was just like, I want to be the artist that literally I'm I'm doing what I say I'm going to do. You know, my hashtag is R&B shit. You know, I don't like to 
you like cuss, but of course that's <laughs> you know that's my tag R and B S H X T. That's yep. the tag that I've um, trademarked or whatnot. And how can I talk about R and B? How can I say I'm this R and B guy, R and B guy, R and B guy? And the first project, because this is I will say this is probably my first project that I really released music. I know I had a mixtape in 2017, but it was mostly covers. Um, but this is really like the first project that I put out that's literally all original music. Um, and I say, you know what? Why not? have the first one be something that's true to my heart like in this in this real r&b um, it's available on all streaming platforms we have a, a plethora of, uh, of producers crazy figs elevate i had a guy that um actually works with eric bellinger that produced uh, um, two tracks beats by mo queasy justice out of durham used to um work with uh, well, he still works with swift swift that used to be signed to epic I, I collab with some songwriters. I really took my time with this project. And believe it or not, like we talked about, like half of this project was recorded 2017, early 2018. This is something that I've just been holding on to. Got it maxed, mastered, got it remixed. And I'm like, let's get it remixed so it kind of sounds like more of 2019, 2020 standards. Get it mastered so it sounds more up to date as far as the baseline popping, the baseline standing out lyrics vocals right on top of the beat so yeah man like and it's a it's a classic to me it's a classic it's got to put the work in on the marketing and promotion in to get it out to the masses mm -hmm. but and once it gets out there you're not going to be able to hear this ep and not want to keep replaying it keep replaying it it's a mixture of i would say like a 12 play mix with a usher's confession it's like real true feeling it's like everything that an r&b artist deals with heartbreak on being in love making love Put it all in one from top to bottom. Trust me, though, bro. Those songs hit, man. Those songs oh, hit. Oh, I appreciate it, man. <laughs> and then even with the last song, Perfect, the single that we started the year off with, glorifying women, letting women know they're perfect the way they are. The video, mm -hmm. which you can get on YouTube, Perfect, Tress Falsetto. Pretty much, I had women in there of all shapes, sizes, colors. Everyone, if you watch that video, you're going to see yourself in it if you're a woman. Because nowadays, talked about this before, I like all women now just like get on instagram and try to be these instagram models and have all this fake stuff and fake lips and fake butt and fake hips fake boobs like you know that stuff is cool if you got money you, you want to do it. it's nothing wrong with making yourself happy but but what's like why can't we get back to just being in like that kelly Rowland video when she's her and nelly and she has like some some jeans on and nothing really showing she's not showing her butt or nothing she's just being herself why can't we go back to like what really used to be R&B? R&B was about love. Right. I want to make love the thing. I'm saying like, let's make it. Let's get back to it. There's nothing wrong with the, with the hip hop stuff, the up tempo stuff. But you know, I'll show you. I, I want to show you R&B. I want to show you. I'm saying me, my inside, and everything that I recorded was wrote by me or co-wrote or you know, what I'm saying I I hand selected records that were already wrote like. We had an EP done a year ago, and I, and I heard other things. I'm like, nah, I want this on it. Yeah, I don't care if I didn't write it or not. I want it because it speaks to, like, my heart and, you know, what I believe in as an R&B artist. So what's to come in 2020? 2020, 2020. Huh. We're going to keep pushing this, man. We're going to push this EP for a while. We haven't really even started our rollout. More so right now, we're, we're just getting it out to our direct fan base. You know, we're going to definitely reach out and do some Spotify campaigns and some um, Apple Music campaigns. We're going to reach out to some tastemakers, set up some meet and greets. But 2020, I'm probably going to drop another project. Like I said, I, I, I can release tomorrow, but um, we want to push out, show you a lot of visuals. You know, my goal for the EP is to do a visual for every song. So I think we got 
two songs I already have visuals out. Three of them, sorry, on Losing Love. So um, we're gonna do we're gonna attempt to get five more videos done. So we have a video for each um, record. We're gonna just continue to push and just keep doing the R and B thing. We have a college tour coming up, but we're gonna kind of make it our own this time. I know before you remember we did the HBCU tour a while back. Right. Um, this time we're gonna actually implement it with our own analytics and kind of collab with the analytics in the cities that we know we have the most participation and engagement in. So we're going to kind of mesh it in with the college tour. So we're going to take cities that we know we have to go on this tour with. Let's go to this city and let's do a meet and greet or let's just do a live showcase or a pop-up performance at this venue that's 20 minutes away from this college because we're already here anyway. So we're, we're trying to plan everything out a little bit more. So on the analytics side, that way we're kind of covering our tracks. As far as the business venture, you know, I'm doing Forex trading. So I have my own Forex company. It's called NG Forex. And it's really an investing company because I, I don't just trade the Forex market. I dibble and dabble in the, in the typical U.S. stock market. Um, I have some marijuana stops out, some energy, some energy stocks um, in the cut. I've dabbled in Disney, McDonald's and Coke, trying to get those dividends. I started my own real, real estate investment group called Nova Home Solutions. And I named it after my daughter. Pretty much, that's a, that's a wholesaling company, um, but we do have buyers and investors on our team. And pretty much, we just try to offer solutions and, and alternative options for homeowners dealing with pre-foreclosure, vacant or absentee homes, and also people that have properties inherited to them. You know, if someone passes in your family and it's five people that, that's on that trust, we already know how difficult that is when it's five people on a trust, especially five people of our kind. No one wants right. to come together and make a decision. So, hey, well, listen, we'll, we'll come in and we go, we're going to offer you this solution at this price and this offering. And so that's what my company is about. Um, right now, I'm trying to get that up, you know, up and running. Started that last year. On the end of end of this year, I keep saying last year. I'm, I'm already in 2020, man. I started it this year and I teamed up with an investor out in Raleigh-Durham area, Triangle Cash Homes. And we've been working for a year now, so... It's a lot, man. I'm also investing into a car haul company, trucking company, TNT Transportations. Um, and that's the you know the typical trucking grind. Mm -hmm. I'm investing in that, and then I'm a dad, man. And I also have a lady. We're working towards tying the knot and making things a little bit more official. So you know, 2020 is is going to be big for me, and and I, I just really want to take everything that I preach about work life balance, like we talked about before. <laughs> like mm -hmm. I want to, you know, try to you know implement all the tactics and things that I see on the net and kind of just soak everything up like a sponge so I can be able to, you know, you know you move go. forward and be successful. Yeah. Be the sponge. You, I gotta say, I, I got a lot of, I got a lot of respect for you doing, doing all the things that you do yeah. and, um, you know, just being on top of it and, you know, just making things happen. So uh, yeah. that's, that's, that's really, that's and really like to the, to stuff. the people, I want to say this, like I, I'm not perfect. Man. We always talk about man, Jack of trade, Jack of all trades, master of none. You know, that's one thing I'll say about myself. Like I, I get in so much stuff because I, I'm always passionate about learning. But this year, I'm mainly focusing on music, my real estate company. Forex is becoming a side hobby for me. I know how to trade without even being physically looking at my phone all day. Um, <laughs> so like right now, I'm I'm really trying to focus and lock in on family first. My daughter's three; she'll be four in June. So you know, wow. I, I'm really trying to take more time and to help groom and do what I can to just be that presence that she needs. And my lady, I want to be better for her. And because, you know, for five, six years, I've been grinding, grinding, grinding and doing so much stuff. You forget about the people that's been there for you, the people that's been there for you the whole entire time. 
And so, you know, I want to I want to shift the gears a little bit in 2020. Focus on two things. Focus on three things, but have other things working for you. Let my money work for me. I'm not trying right. to run seven companies. However, I want to have my, my hands in seven companies. <laughs> I want to have my money in seven companies. But understanding business, finance and music and putting it all together and letting my money work for me and put my time in, into where it needs to be most right now, which is family and my music, because. This is going to be the year 2020. I'm speaking into um, to existence. This is going to be the year where Trespass Settle Name is everywhere. Nova Home Solutions, my business is going to prosper. The same show is going to prosper. You know, I'm speaking up there for you, man. Like, like that, that's what it's about, man. And I, I'm also going to start, you know, investing in friends, like investing in my friend. You got a business opportunity. You got something you want to propose. Hey, man, here's a thousand dollars. Just take care of me on the percentage ends on the back end. But I want to focus on people that's been here for me this whole process five years of not getting paid big bucks not getting the big gigs but being here like going to to behind jesus's back in in, in the country (laughs) where we're going to a a freaking bar with 10 people and got paid to go out there and we just got to put on the show not knowing where we are but you're here with me i want to invest in your company i want to invest in your business you know i want to invest in the same show like everything this year it's about putting my time back into the people that put time into me. So that's 2020. You're, stand, you're a stand-up guy. And if I never told you, I'm telling you now, I've always looked at you to be a stand-up guy. You just, you never failed to impress me by oh, man. your, Come by on, your humbleness. You know, you, know and... how, you know, we go back, man. We go back, man. <laughs> yeah, I... Else. Well, one go more ahead. Thing about 2020, I want to say this. So 2019, I think I told you, I went away from eating meat and I went to the vegetarian lifestyle. So okay. 2020... I'm going to go into vegan. So I want to go and cut out the dairy. I want to cut out the cheese. Because mm-hmm. what I what I realized, I stopped eating meat, but I doubled up on, on dairy. <laughs> oh. you, know, you know what I'm saying? Which is like bad. Yeah. But, you know, for me, that was a tough process, bro. Like, I mean, really yeah. super hard talk on process. But, like, now I want to take more care of my body, man. I want to, like, you know, I, I'm certified in personal training, group training. So I, I know the ins and outs. Um, I know the ins and outs of nutrition. So now I want to practice what I preach. You know, I used to have my own, there you go. and I still do, you know, I have my own fitness company, but I've kind of took a back in, like I kind of stepped back from it because I understand, hmm, I can do 40 hours a week for a month and get 3,000, 4,000 fitness and I can close one real estate deal in 48 hours and get five grand. <laughs> right. So I kind of, you know what, let's just do this on the virtual aspect. So my business, Kiwi Fitness, I'm going to kind of push that as virtual. I'm going to do meal prepping for people. I'm going to virtual, personalize workout and nutritional plans. Um, but I'm going to step back from the hands-on approach only because I, I see the bigger picture and I know real estate is where the you know where I need to be. So real estate and music 2020 for me. That's good stuff. You, you definitely answered a lot of my questions uh, that I had. <laughs> So I, you make you just make my job easy. <laughs> hey, really man, quick, I, I try to. And, and look, if you're listening out there, he did not give me the sheet. I did not know what he's gonna ask. This is just, <laughs> this is just two guys talking, two guys that's on a mission, man. And yeah, we get together. No, it's just always magic, man. You're you're a good guy too. If I never said it to you, Cliff, thank you for for the shows you booked in 2020. You know, we got to get you back back rolling with us man get get us a show or two you know before 2020's up so. you know i always I, I i told i told my girl I, it was fun i miss it so i trust me that that door is always open i'm always yeah. considering and, that and, and the thing is like 
I tell G and Lex all the time, like, man, you know, let's get Cliff back in. Like, even if it's just because you remember the first show we did in Chapel Hill, we were kind of on edge about it because that was our first one. Um, mm-hmm. The first one where it was like my show and we technically sold the show out. You know, the venue only holds 200. We had 140 tickets sold. However, we got caught in a rainstorm. So only 100 people showed up. Uh, 50 people just didn't show up because of, I guess, travel or whatever with the, with the weather. But, I mean, first time, and it was a major success. You know, we'd say, I told G, I said, yo, let's, let's, let's make sure we take care of, let's take care of Cliff, man. Let's, let's, let's let them know we appreciate them. Because, you know, it's not a lot of people that takes a risk on a becoming artist. And you did. You did it from the start. You hadn't even met me, and you were already booking shows, so. <laughs> just want to let you know man you know like like the praise is, is i'm giving it right back to you man that's how much i believe in you just know that <laughs> and if anything there like is, I, like i told them i said i'm i'm a fan first oh yeah <laughs> so because that's how you got to be that's how you got to be but hey really quick before i let you go let the listeners know where they can find your music where they can find you on social media because i want them to be able to keep track of uh, what you got going on, obviously, because I'm pushing you too. So let them know oh, yeah, where yeah. they can find you and keep tabs on you. Oh yeah, you can follow me, follow me on all social media platforms. I like to keep everything consistent. Trez Falsetto, that's T R E Z, that's Z as in zebra. Falsetto, F A L S E T T O. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Please subscribe to my YouTube. Please follow my Twitter. 2020, I'm I'm really trying to put a big focus on YouTube, man. You, you know, YouTube is huge. You know, 2020, I'm really trying to push subscribers. Please subscribe, subscribe, like, comment, share. Instagram, falsetto, Tres falsetto. Um, I just got on TikTok. Like, I'm not good with the new the new age technology. <laughs> but you got to move with the times, man. And, you, and, you know, when trends change, you got to kind of move with it. You don't have to follow it verbatimly. But you can follow me on uh, TikTok, Tres falsetto, T-R-E-Z-F-A-L-S-E-T-T-O. And on all of my um, digital platforms, so Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Play, um, iTunes, um, wherever you buy, stream, download, purchase music, same thing, Trez Falsetto, T-R-E-Z-F-A-L-S-E-T-T-O. So you guys heard them. There's a rewind button. If you didn't catch it, definitely you know, write it down. Go check them out. Great music. And I'm not just saying that because I worked with them. I only work with people <laughs> I really see talent in. So it's not, it's not no hype, no cap. You know, go check my man's no out. No cap. Um, <laughs> That's a 2019 word. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, so yeah, go definitely go check him out. Check out music. You will not regret it. Love it. I mean, you, if you follow me, you see I'm pushing it, too. And so, yeah, thank you again, Trans, taking time out of your schedule to come oh, on man, the same thank show. You I for really having appreciate me, it. You know, you, you, know, I, you know, you're like a brother to me, man, so I appreciate Likewise. it. Yes, Likewise. Likewise. So, again, if you guys are listening, again, go check him out. Go follow the same show as well. And you're listening to the same show, the show about nothing and everything. And until next time, we're out.